ship your books to the club but that costs a lot how much it costs to ship books it's a lot than it costs to check your luggage especially if you get two free bags on southwest or some free bags i get three free bags on delta but that's because of that card that isn't free but does pay for itself (laughs) so whatever jackie i've had the worst travel days in the last two weeks it sounds like you just had another one Okay, because didn't we do our podcast on Saturday night or something last time? So we, so I. Oh right, it was you trying to get home. We haven't right, even so heard about Sunday. that. Oh yeah, so Sunday, oh Sunday I had a a very late flight on Spirit, like a nine p.m. flight. Got into LAX at twelve thirty. One of those things where I was like, "What am I doing to myself?" Right. Mm-hmm. So I said, "Fuck it." My kid's school starts the next day. He can't. He's going to be worrying about me up till two a.m. Because uh, it's going to take me that long to actually get physically in the house. And then he'll be tired on his first day of school. And he, we, we're already dealing with school problems anyway when he's fully rested. So there's no there's no point in sending a, a tired 15-year-old to class. So I go, okay, I'm going to – there's a Southwest flight. It was like $371. Mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, I'll just bite it because the spirit is not refundable. And you No, just, you're never do, using it. It's yes. fine. Well, like, okay, uh, lesson learned, never spirit again, never. So, uh, I, uh, leave on this, uh, flight to, it's also, it's to Burbank also. It, that's uh, right. It takes off at on time, the first leg of it because spirit Southwest has to stop seven or eight times. I know. No, no. The first one took off a little bit late, but, uh, and so our whole, there's like 30 people on the flight that were like, Oh, we're you know, really worried about making the Burbank flight. And. Yeah. Okay. So we, we land, we run to a different terminal, you know, and, um, and then, uh, then the nightmare began because apparently that morning in Las Vegas, something dropped, made a loud noise and someone yelled gun. (gasps) The terminal was evacuated and all the flights were delayed across the board. It was just really bad. There were like people laying everywhere. It was just like this gross, like jelly of humanity. (laughs) Right. Everybody breathing everywhere, breathing, not a mask in sight. Yeah. And uh, so our flights delayed, 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 and then it's canceled. And I'm on a flight the next morning at five in the morning that has a layover in San Jose. I'm like, you're kidding me. And, and I'm to punish myself. I'm also checking up on the spirit flight, seeing that it's leaving on time and it's landing. So, Oh my God. Any machinations, I I, uh, I get on a flight that's leaving at 1130 at night and uh, getting into LAX very late. And then uh, then I got on standby on one that's leaving an hour earlier and they called my name last for standby. I'm like, oh, my God. Then that one's then we're sitting on the tarmac for God knows how long. I'm like, just please just fucking go in the air, please. I don't care anything. <laughs> so, Whatever I got, ended up getting into LAX at twelve forty-seven, which is almost exactly the time that the spirit landed. And I could have spent all day in Chicago, just right. fighting off, you know, and not being yep. stressed out. 
I remember one time when they canceled our flight and I ended up, remember that? I think we were, we had started the podcast. I ended up driving all night with Brian Kylie from Phoenix. Yes, that re- I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. That was, uh, and then I got, when I was driving, I got stopped by the cops mm-hmm. and I forget the name of the third comic that was in the, but he was voice blaming to the cop about my, that I'm just a woman driving. <gasps> I'm tired and I'm just tired and oh okay. God. And I, uh, Here's what did work is that I did an eye roll toward the cop and the cop caught my eye roll and let me go. And uh, so gotcha. it always, always helps to when you look like uh, somebody's favorite white aunt. So, <laughs> so. sure. So yep. and then, yes, or this weekend I was in Seattle at laughs. It was really oh, yeah. great fun shows. Great shows. Good. Yeah. You were in the construction uh, part of the 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 neighborhood well, yeah that's what i yeah i was opening with i'm staying in the historic construction <laughs> i uh i was at the punchline i was at your old club i Wait, did radio we talked oh, and then, yeah please okay all right okay. so then so then i go flying southwest again get to burbank i have two bags to check the kiosk that prints out the bag tags isn't working so no one's got bag tags so they have eight of them. None of them are working. And so I and and I go outside to to check it in with the person that you can do it, you know, in yeah, Skycab. Yeah, oh, that's what they're called. I forgot. Yeah, they're not going to work either. They're they're they go go inside. I said the kiosks are were, aren't working, and she goes, uh, "Why don't you tell an agent, bitch? You you have the walkie-talkie. You tell an agent. I don't know who's an agent here. No one's dressing in uniforms anymore. Okay, so it's." They're- packed all the way up i wait in line for a little bit and i'm like i'm not gonna make this fucking flight so um i i decided to just bring both the bags with me so i i get i was going through tsa and i'm like my heart's pounding i'm like i feel like they're gonna arrest me like it's it's uh that ben affleck movie where he's in iran and they're trying to like <laughs> well right right yeah right? but do you, don't you have do you have any like i have a pocket knife in my in my luggage. Oh, no, I, have, I, I, don't I have large have, I, shampoo. No, you don't have any of that? Not have weapons, no. Yeah. Um, so I get through TSA, but I'm, I got two suitcases. So I, I, I drop one next to a chair, and then I go up to the gate agent. And I said, hey, can you check this? And she checked it. And so I guess I legally, you know, did all that. But I thought that they would, you know, kick me out of the airport for trying to bring two. <laughs> right, and a carry-on, which they sometimes do through... through um, you know, uh, I think when I flew, did I show you that I got a, a junior fire chief? I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a junior TSA. This is essentially my ticket. I'm, I'm an understudy for the theater that is TSA <laughs> because uh, there's no, and I, uh, there was so much. Jackie, are you having a stroke right now? I'm having a stroke. Uh, I can't. Eventually, someone will have a stroke. One of our friends did die this uh, this week, and it was very sad. Oh my god! And I know. Sorry. Yeah, he was, he's younger than we are. Fifty-two had a heart attack. Oh no! Yeah, yeah super sad. Um, he was not a vegetable eater, so everybody out there, eat a vegetable. Sure. Uh, so, I was doing the San Francisco punchline. Mm-hmm. San Francisco punchline, and um. We could say hi to Dominic Del Bene because Dominic Del Bene picked me up at the airport and we went to lunch. What? Uh, <laughs> saving saving the San Francisco punchline uh, a lift fee mm-hmm. uh, to take me to my hotel, and we had a lovely time. And um, 
and we, yeah, we had Korean. It was within walking distance, and it was great. Um, my luggage, as you know, has been under construction itself with the, two, with the Toomey people. Yeah. I, by the way, got one of my pieces of luggage back. Uh, they drop, they drop shipped it right to the house, so it came while I was gone. So I took my loaner back today before the show to Toomey, and and they credit they will credit my my credit card four hundred dollars because to to get a loaner from Toomey costs four hundred dollars. That just so you make sure you bring it back. Wow! But then they just give it you, they they credit it back. But um, but I only have one piece of luggage, so all of my merch it's sixty pounds. So I roll over to the 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 prison building that the San Francisco punchline is in that once you get in there's a beautiful several beautiful gardens and two buildings that look equal, the exact same so if you go up the wrong staircase you circle the wrong building thinking that's the punchline building and then you go to the other side of the of the place and then you circle that building and you find where your comedy club is at least once during the 5 days that I worked the punchline I go to the wrong building I've never done that in my entire life. Ever, yeah, ever. I go. Uh, I also couldn't find the uh, the elevator, and uh, sixty Bad pounds. Enough. Oh, with all your merch. Mm-hmm. Ooh. So, so I sell? what part of, did you just sell at the out- outdoors, or did you just sell right where people come in? Where they come in and they and they wand them for guns. And yeah, stuff. right. And um, yeah, they they made them go out that way. Because that room seats uh, 182, okay, and I probably had a buck 30 max. Um, get this though, my weekend has been insane on TikTok. I have a new clip. Yeah, I put that clip, and it's a it's part. You know, there are several bits that I do in the middle of my act that I'm pretty sure will never make an album. Okay. They are essentially, and we talked about this, they are essentially a long story in the middle where while I try to find all the punchlines that go in the bit, it will collapse down and that big story will probably be gone. There was a story I used to do about pushing an old man at Ralph's who who was calling some guy the N-word. That didn't make the album. Uh, The Sky Club story, that also didn't make the album. So um, this story is about how 30 odd years ago, um, a guy wouldn't let me into my car. I had purchased mace uh, a month earlier. I warned him that I had mace and then I used mace. The point of the bit is I shouldn't have a gun right? Uh, because I will use whatever is in front of me. Right. And, um, and you fly and, with knives. What? And you fly I fly with-, with a Swiss army knife so that if I have to cut some sort of food or... Anyway. I don't care what nationality your weapon is, Jackie. You it's, fly with it. it's got a scissors. What if I have to sew something? Mm-hmm. Anyway, so <laughs> it's never happened. But mm-hmm. the uh, what it's mostly for is for cheese and bread. So here's the thing. Yeah. Um, that So I pulled, uh, so a minute was pulled out of that bit, the base story. Yeah. And put on TikTok. Right. And because I don't think it'll ever go, I, I was like, it might, you know, and the most I ever got hits on TikTok were um, 1.4 million, which is amazing. 1.4 million for the spooky reading girl bit I did on NPR. Right. So <clears throat> the mace 
and I see the clip, by the way, and I'm like, I look horrible. I do not look good. I am not happy about this look. I don't know how to kill myself in retrospect. But I, um, I don't know how to deal with not liking how I look on clips. It, oh, yeah. It's it's so, uh, I yeah. don't know. So this is, this is the clip. It currently has 3.7 million views. That's incredible. That's incredible. I, when I went into TikTok and posted that, I had 72,000 followers, which yeah. is amazing. Yeah. And I did it following Tiff Stevenson's recommendation to post a clip a day for a month, 30 seconds or less. And I got, I ended up with 72,000. I currently have 101,000 in three days. I got wow. 30,000 followers. Wow. People showed up to the show because of the clip. Shit. This is what we, this is the thing that we heard about is when something happens on the internet and then people pad, pad, pad out and see you with their eyeballs and give somebody 20 bucks. So yeah. how, how did they find out? Do you, are you, and did you end the clip? How did, how did they find out that you're performing locally? You're not adding um, information on the clip, right? No, the clip in the, in the clip, in the, in the, um, information about the clip, there is, I put, uh, hashtag San Francisco, hashtag stand up, hashtag mace. That's, those were the, those were the three hashtags I used. Yeah. And be, when it was at like two and a half million, I made a video because I was getting a lot of comments from people who were like, it sounds like you just maced a guy who was drunk. And I was like, first of all, this is a minute taken out of the middle of this bit. Right. And um, you don't know what the full story, blah, blah, blah. And so I did a short, I did a short video afterwards that said, but the more you people defend it, the more I think that guy totally deserved to be maced. <laughs> and, uh, but that, but that video, the video, while I responded to somebody's comment, yeah. Which also said, excuse me while I watch literally all of your comment content now. I address the fact that on TikTok you could make folders and I have a folder of all of my stand-up clips. And I have a folder of all of our podcast clips. Hmm. And um and then I have a folder of hotel art. So I have different folders, right? And then so I I, I say that, I say uh, my website so they can check out the tour dates. And that and that video has seventeen thousand. Wow. But that's plenty. Yeah. Um, and so I had like, so I would go into the mace bit and I would see that thing where people like tap each other and you're like, oh yeah, that's so they've heard this. And, um, but they didn't, they liked hearing it again. It was a little quiet that minute. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but then I had, but it was just a minute out of the bit. Yeah. And it has other laugh lines in it. Right. So, yeah. That's really, that's amazing. Yeah. So I don't know. Um, but I will say that with all the new material, and I got a lot of compliments. People were happy. People were psyched to see me do stand-up comedy. I was pleased that people were happy. I was not pleased with how tight some of these jokes are. Like I want, and some of the, and I'm also doing 30 minutes from staycation, which no longer plays anywhere. So it doesn't matter. Um, yeah. Except for that 
three people in the audience last night were wearing staycation t-shirts, which means that they are um, that they are super fans of the Dork Forest. <laughs> and um, so uh, they've heard it. And I'm like, here we go. You're going to hear this Viking, the Viking portrait joke again. You're going to hear this. And I, you know, the they, them joke has changed a little bit. And yeah. I've got a new joke. I've got a new sex joke, which is fun. But my voice has sure. been always oh, scratchy. It's been mm -hmm. this kind of scratchy, which, what am I, vocal fry? Am I 27 years old? What's happening? Why am I, why am I talking like this? Uh, uh, I know it. So brutal. <laughs> Who wants that? I'm like, I would like men, to have my voice back. Men get so mad at the fry, too. It, it makes you want to have one just to piss them off. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there were... Um, yeah, there was, uh, there was a, the, a lawyer who helped me, this lawyer guy helped me. Uh, he, we went out to lunch and he came to the show and all I could think was uh, doing the mace joke. I was like, I'm not, this has happened 30 years ago. I haven't, you know, I am. Are you incriminating yourself? Is that right? You... I always, I'm always like, I am trying to grow up as a person. I do want to write a bit about when, when I figured out that whole thing about when I figured out that I was going to be the adult in every situation. That's a funny oh, premise. I like that idea. Yeah, that's yeah. Funny, yeah, that's a funny premise. Because it was, it was a disappointment to me. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great disappointment to me that I don't have my parents' house as a backup plan anymore. That I yeah. am now the backup plan. And uh, I don't like that. Right, right. Talk to me about it. It was I made I came home and I made Chris drive herself to Rite Aid to pick up her drugs. Because I was like, I wanna know that you could do this. I wanna know that that because um, it's not that big of a deal. But she is, you know, she lived the last twenty odd years in very small towns in California. Right. But the Rite Aid and the grocery store that at her bank that are the three things that she might need to go to. Mm -hmm. or want to go to um are a little less than a mile and a half from our house and it's all it's and it's just it's it's, it's it's a straight it's, shot yeah yeah so she goes down that street hangs a right hangs a right she's in the parking lot she goes out the other side of it she can still hang a right come back to our house and take a right and get and it's all it's still a right the whole time you know what fucked my mom up was is olive olive street is curves and it, it hits things that it's an angle yeah got lost enough times to just go i don't want to drive you do yeah it. yeah victory as well yeah victory is exactly like that part of the show right <laughs> right google maps is it's weird they don't go it's not a grid uh um so i was on the flight home today and i i uh southwest sat down um there was a middle seat right up front so i said hey can i grab that and the woman who was sitting on the aisle goes Oh, let me scooch over. So she sat next to the person, an older lady. They're obviously related, right? Nice. She has a window. And um, and so, you know, she's very vivacious, this woman. And uh, chatty. The, no, no, funny. And then the, the, okay. uh, the flight attendant does something and the woman says something funny. And I was like, I'm sitting next to a funny person. That's weird. <laughs> and then, like, within 30 minutes, she goes, Lori? <laughs> And I go, I go, yeah, it was Anna Valenzuela. What? Oh my God. <laughs> we, were both, we were both masked. 
right? And I had glasses on. Neither of us is recognizable. Okay. And, uh, she's Aww. sitting next to her grandma, who she had just taken up to, up to Seattle for a like a family reunion. And because um, I was Aww. like watching her because she was taking care of her grandma the way I would take care of my mom. Although I don't think I was as nice to my mom as Anna is to her grandma. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> <Fact>. <laughs> uh, I, I don't think Anna said, put your seatbelt on, bitch. You know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was really cool. And then uh, just, you know, uh, we, we flew both the legs together. And uh, God dang it. She's just on. She's so organized. You know, with uh, all like all the bags and all the, you know, like like you are when you have a, a oh, either an old right, when you... or a young child, where you yeah. just super super organized. You know where everything is. Oh, that's awesome! By how well she took care of her, took care of her grandma. That was really cool to see. And uh, and then we um, the the first flight, somebody's somebody's phone was playing. Have you noticed this lately, where people are just they're they're playing something on their phone and they're not wearing headphones and they don't so oh okay and they don't care yeah yeah well the first flight it was bird song right and it wasn't like anyone minded it but it was still just lo- loud chirping and uh the woman whose phone it was had no idea it was happening she was older so she probably couldn't hear it right okay Second flight, some guy just took out like shark week video and just p- played a full blast <laughs> We were like making fun of him openly from across the row, and he didn't hear us. That's how loud. Sure. And did the did the flight attendant come over and and shut him down? Finally, said, "Can you turn it down instead of can you turn it off and shove the phone up your fucking ass?" <laughs> Actually, how about the fact that uh, headphones are real? There's oh, no. Yeah. yeah, she goes. Do you have headphones? He goes. Yeah, they're up there. Oh, you mean above you? Fucking stand up, asshole, and get yeah. them. Not disabled. Stand up and get your fucking headphones. I don't want to yeah. hear. That's insane. Yeah. That okay? So I did. So I was. I tried to. I wanted to go see my nephew, but for some reason, I had a. You know, they put you at that really nice hotel at the punchline, and um, club quarters. Oh, we can say it if you want. Sure, I don't care. Well, they don't always use club quarters, but I like club quarters better than the one I stayed in with Tony Kameen a couple of months ago. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I like club quarters. Uh, yeah. It's incredibly international. It's a lot of international travelers stay there. But I, as I think has been established, enjoy a bath. Oh, and that's also, not happening. Well, and I also enjoy a lower floor. Yeah. And so they, they put me on... The second floor, which of course defeats the purpose, because what I mean when a lower floor, I mean the first floor. Right. You know why I like the first floor? Because I forget things in my room, and uh, then I don't have to get in an elevator. Right. So it's literally just laziness. But yeah. uh, so I was on the second floor. They put me in this room. I walk in the room. I'm like, it smells weird. And I, and so I, but I need to just so. But what? But it's an L. So once I get past the L. Yeah, I'm fine. It's got a bathtub. I take a bath. I sort of, I must get used to the smell or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but I go away. I come back that night after the show and I'm like, this is sewage. And, and so I walk past and, and, and as luckily as I walk in, there's someone working for some reason at night. And I was like, does it smell like sewage in here? And she comes in. She's like, yes. And she sprays a bunch of spray. And I was like, well, right into your lungs. Okay. Uh, that's not as, 
it's not yeah, as helpful as you. No. no. So the next morning I was like, you guys, I have four more nights here, three more nights. I can't, I can't stay. And so they moved me to the penthouse with a uh, I've never and a, been there. In the with, uh, with also a bathtub. And, um, wow. it has a, like, not entirely dedicated, but you have to use the far elevator because it's the only one that goes to 11. Okay. And so it's got a beautiful view and there's a deck that's right there that anyone can use. And some drunky magoos were there a couple of nights, mm -hmm. but, um, but it closes at 11. It's fine. Um, and the, um, but it was really, it was quite lovely, but it was the 11th floor. And so I kept having to take, so I had, I had a beautiful room. I had gone to Korean, really lovely Korean food with um, Dominic Del Bene. And then I went for really good German food with uh, Ken, my lawyer helper guy. Mm -hmm. uh, and that was delicious. And then um, I went, I wanted to see my nephew, but I couldn't, for some reason, I still wasn't sleeping very good. I, I you know, I myself do not microdose, though if you go, to Lumi, what is it? Lumi Labs. Lumi Labs, and use Jackie Laurie. You can get a deal. It's so, com. Oh shit! Okay. You'll hear this ad in a few Good minutes. <laughs> it just in a couple of minutes. We're gonna get that right. <laughs> and um, they do a great job. <laughs> and um, so on Friday night, I never get to see my nephew, who has a new baby. My new great nephew. They live in Oakland. And so Saturday, I was like, I'm going to try to come by on Saturday. He's like, can you come early at like 8.30? So I don't get back to the hotel until almost 12.30. I don't get to sleep until 2.30. So right before I go to sleep, uh, I text my nephew and I'm like, it's not happening. I'm not going to get up at 7.30 and take a t uh, figure out how to use the BART or take, who am I kidding? Take a lift to Oakland. And uh, so... But I did on Saturday go, did you know, and you would, because you're a San Francisco comic, there is a, a beach in San Francisco. I met a friend of my friend from college, my friend Mary, over at Ocean Beach, which is uh, just north of the zoo, Sandy Dunes. What an original name, Ocean Beach. I know, I laughed and laughed. <laughs> I, I, did you, did you, I had never heard of it. I haven't either. Um, I know the beach that's out by the sunset. That's not called Ocean Beach. I, <laughs> it's called Ocean Beach. And it was, it was so beautiful. It was kind of overcast and chilly and windy, but it wasn't too chilly or windy. And I've keep and I've traveled to so many places that make me want to create my own still suit. Hello, Dune fans. <laughs> so um, goodbye, that's goodbye, <laughs> Lori Gilmartin. Yes. <laughs> So, uh, though I will say, your son would like that movie, so you should watch it. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Anyway, so I went to that, and then I went to a coffee shop called Andy Town uh, to get yeah. the lift going back. Uh, yeah. I tried. I tried to go. They were the rudest. They were so. It was like a. It was their gimmick, was to scream at their uh, clientele. Oh no. And and I desperately tried to find it funny, and then I got bored. And so <laughs> I left. <laughs> and then I went across the, the way. It was on something called Yaloa, Yaloa Street or something. Or and um or Tubare. I forget what it was. But whatever it was, I sold almost all of my merch. 
except for my CDs and DVDs. I sold some. Uh, but I seen in the, the, the center of technology, they didn't buy your 30 year old, uh, <laughs> physical media. <laughs> I didn't. And I recorded a dork forest from one of my fans, just a, a ranger of the dork forest came by on Friday night and she said, Hey, if you ever want to do a venture brothers dork forest? Uh, and I said, yes. How about tomorrow afternoon? Because <laughs> I don't, I have a list as long as my arm, but the scheduling is the hardest part. Yeah. So this lady walked in to a squeaky wheel moment. Sure. So it's awesome. Rebecca Deans will be talking tomorrow about the Venture Brothers. Very exciting. Uh, I went to, I'm, I'm exhausted from packing and remembering. Things. <laughs> you got to remember cords. You got to remember chargers, right? Uh, I, I bring two purifiers. I bring my little mini purse purifier that I have on the plane. And then I bring my, the other purifier. Got to remember all that shit. I put the purifier on. Oh, then I forgot to have it make sure it was turned on for the Saturday show. Like I forgot to turn it off on Friday. The, this other thing is now I have to get to the club early to put the purifier up before the audience comes in and turn it on so I can get there. They have two in the green room at, at Punchline. Did you get, see that? Uh, no, you were there? no. Uh, maybe I did. I don't remember, but, um, I mean, that's good. You just mm-hmm. need them all over the place. It really is. Ventilation will really, uh, will really, if, if people start really, you know, changing the filter and all that kind of stuff and paying attention to it, that can really, um, help us out a lot. A, a lot of us performers, you know, uh, just throw them everywhere. They're, they're, they just make a slight hum and they're everyone. They're good for everybody. You know, it's like yep. they have smoke eaters all, all over the place in clubs mm-hmm. and it was no big deal, you know? Um, but yeah, it's just a lot to remember and a lot to pack and a lot to be responsible for. And I'm always fucking forgetting something. It's like the panic attacks of oh, wait. Oh shit. Oh no. My phone's in a lift. This, this year, where's that? Where's that? You know? Oh my God. It used to be so much easier. It's can't, you used to not have to remember to bring a phone because phones existed where you went. Right and now you got your phone. You got, uh, you got have to bring the right cord for the phone and then your different cord for your iPad. Cause they're not synced. Cause Apple's fucking asshole. <laughs> Jackie, it's too much. You're tired. I don't blame you. Uh, I am home for a couple of weeks though. We are all doing this Thursday. In Minneapolis, in in Los Angeles, the Dynasty Typewriter. It's like a 7 o'clock show. It'll be, uh, everyone's on it. I'm going to be doing 12 seconds and and then introducing all the people. But Suli McCullough, Maria Bamford, Kira Sultanovich, Kyle, Lori, um, I forget who else. I think it's, um, fuck, anyway. Oh, Helen Hong. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah seen helen in a long time too right that's that was my other thing i haven't seen suli or helen in forever and so i was like i would like to do a show with them and then maria i talked to her but i never get to hang so um i'm also doing a thing what will be tonight where i'm hosting uh a, a book uh, a book reading and signing and interviewing a person jim my buddy jim wooster's sister sarah wooster wrote a book why you should paint and uh oh, painting it's called painting can save your life and um and it's uh and i've and i've i've read it but it's a bit of a workbook it gives you like if if you paint it teaches you how to mix uh colors and stuff so i mostly just read the introduction and a lot of interstitial stuff yeah and um 
So I'm just going to interview. I'm going to interview her essentially as if painting was her dorkdom. Oh, like it okay. was just a, an episode of the Dork Forest about painting. Cool. Hey, let's take a break uh, right now and then do the comic of the week. Okay. It could happen to you. You're all grown up now, a professional adult with diverse interests and hobbies, and one of those hobbies is video games. You just can't help it. They're so good now. If that's you, we're here to tell you, you are completely normal. I'm Maddie Myers. I'm Jason Schreier. And I'm Kirk Hamilton. And together we form Triple Click, a podcast about video games. If you think you might be a person who likes video games, we hope you'll give Triple Click a listen. Triple Click, new episodes every Thursday on Maximum Fun. Well, hello, I'm Jackie Cation. And you know your hair? You know how your hair is completely unique? Uh, There's products that we uh, support here on the Jackie and Lori Show. And there are products that address its specific needs if you take a very short little quiz on functionofbeauty.com. So here's the scoop, you guys. Here's how it works. First, you take the quick hair quiz to build your hair profile. And then you select five hair goals, like lengthen, volumize, oil control. Anyway... Next, choose your color and fragrance. You can choose your color, you guys, and fragrance. Or go dye or fragrance-free. And then you get your freshly filled formula delivered straight to your door and prepare for good hair days ahead. So what you should know is that you can, it's just generic hair care is terrible. So this is very specific to you. So go to functionofbeauty.com slash Jackie Laurie to take your hair goals, goals quiz. And then you save 25% on your first order. So I like the red kind. It t- it's like rose. Anyway, functionofbeauty.com slash Jackie Laurie to let them know you heard about it from our show and get 25% off your first order. So functionofbeauty.com slash Jackie Laurie to take your hair quiz and save 25% on your first order. Guys, you probably heard about microdosing from me. Uh- <laughs> know that all sorts of people are microdosing daily to feel healthier and perform better. Our show today is sponsored by Microdose Gummies. Microdose Gummies deliver perfect entry-level doses of THC that help you feel just the right amount of good. Uh, I love to feel the right amount of good. Um, I use it to sleep and uh, I don't take it on the road because I'm afraid it's going to get taken from me by uh, TSA. I don't know. All I know is when I went to Canada, they wouldn't let me in because I had one and cause I, I had, I had brought what I had left. And so I got paranoid. What I'm saying is I don't sleep on the road cause I don't have my, uh, my microdose gummies with me. It's terrible. I've got to figure out a solution. Um, microdose is available nationwide to learn more about microdose and THC, go to microdose.com. Use the code Jackie Laurie to get free shipping and 30% off your first order. Micro, uh, links can be found in the show description, but you don't need those links. Cause you can just listen to me right now. Say microdose.com <laughs> code Jackie Laurie, uh, loom it up. Okay. Get, get, uh, get some uh, gummies and go to sleep. Comic of the week. What do we pick? I forget. Do you remember, Lori? Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, Kazu! Kazu Kusano! I picked her because I worked with her at the Comedy and Magic Club. At our, nice at save. Our yeah, yeah. That was the worst intro to Kazu. No, no, it's actually well, a, good a lot one. of yelling. It was yeah, a lot right. yeah, it was a lot of like, oh, Bad that's start, right. It was, solid it was, finish. It was, uh, it was, it was, it was, mem- it was memory freeze, and then 
happy memory. Yes. This is what this means, you guys, is that Kazu's funny. Yes. Kazu's very funny. She is Japanese, and so she is doing stand-up comedy in English, uh, which is not her first language, and she is very smart and silly and funny, and I enjoy it. So you might enjoy it as well. So find Kazu Kusano. And I don't know, actually, I'm, I'm hoping that I'm pronouncing her name right, uh, but her handle will be in the in the jukebox, in the in the notes. It's K-A-Z, K-A- Spell it, Kyle. Oh, yeah. It's uh, K-A-Z-U-K-U-S-A-N-O. Yeah. So K-K, Kazu Kusano. K-A-Z-U-K-U-S-A-N-O. We did it. Yes. Another comic of the week. Weirdly enough, another woman. (laughs) How did this happen? How did it happen? I don't know. We should spread our wings one day when we... (laughs) (laughs) Which we won't. Um... So tired. Yeah. I got so early to fly early this morning, you know? Mm-hmm. I, know. I realized in the midst of this week that uh, I've stayed at enough uh, comedy condos that I have left my vibrator at a comedy condo. Oh. That's, guess what? If you leave your vibrator in a hotel room, that person just grabs a napkin, throws it out. Right. At a comedy condo, you don't know. Maybe Bill, Big J Okerson's next, and he's going to be like, who belongs to this? Uh, we don't know. We don't know what will happen. I, I hope the next comic brings it up on stage and <laughs> credits it to you. Maybe they'll dust it for prints. <laughs> um, I am still owed $600 from Air Canada from Montreal. They haven't even contacted. Like, I've created a case. Yep. <laughs> what a fucking pain in the ass. Mm-hmm. Like, This is your fault that I had to get this hotel room and I've got to create a case and I've got to contact you and hunt you down to be reimbursed for this because you you left late and you wouldn't uh, hold the plane and you've got some parts of the, uh, the fucking terminal where we can't go after. You're really lucky that $600 isn't the major part of your rent that you, that you can, that you can still live indoors and, and, and do it. They're, they're lucky. Because what about what a pile of assholes, man? Yeah. That, well, of not course. Cool. Yes. But uh, not cool. I want my money back, Jackie. No, entirely. And you should get it, it quickly. They should just yeah. write you a check. I know. Right there. They, yes. Yeah. Uh, and it's and uh, the word voucher. No, cash. Give me cash. Right. <laughs> yeah. me. Give me cash. Yeah. yeah, I don't vouch for you. To, to the, I don't believe that this is ever going to come to. So. When I talk to my son about money, it's like, there are so many words for different types of money. Like all these dumb little words that are so intimidating, they all just mean money, you know, mortgage, debt. All, it's all just money and different ways to categorize money. And mm-hmm. when you don't know about it, you're like, I, I don't understand this stuff and uh, I'll just be a comic. Right. And you miss out on opportunities, I think. Yeah, different conversation. But voucher is another word for money that you fucking owe me, Air Canada, because I paid for the <laughs> hotel that I had to put myself up in, my son and I. You know what I had? Here's a, here's a, here's some drama in the home front. I accidentally dried one of Andy's dress shirts, and then oh, no. um, he now has a dress shirt that ends too far above his wrists. So I had to spend some money to get him, because it's his only, it might not be his only white dress shirt, but it's the white dress shirt that he wears when he has to wear a white dress shirt, and we have to 
go to a funeral, so he needs his white dress shirt. So I quickly okay. ordered uh, a white dress shirt. It's a great story. I'm going to say white dress shirt one more time. He couldn't shorten his arms? No, no. It turns out if he pulls in, he could have. <laughs> but uh, I also realized when I did the Dork Forest about the Venture Brothers that I've never seen season seven. I don't have, I have not seen the closure. Uh, where everybody, I'm sure, either dies or comes back to life, and there's a lot of swearing and murders. Okay. So, because um, wow. it's it's Venture Brothers, and so it is darkly, darkly funny. James Urbaniak makes me happy. Oh, I should watch it. Um, yeah, I had terrible eye problems this weekend. Um, there, I, I wear contacts, and there comes a point in, in every con lens's life where it needs to be thrown away, and you put in a fresh pair. So uh, I didn't bring any backups with me, and I, I was wearing, I was on an old pair. By the end of the second show Friday, uh, like, I'm blinking so much, like, crust is forming in my eye, you know? So I, I finally get back to the hotel, and I, like, I, I'm digging in my eye, and I peel this fuck. It felt like I was taking glass out of my eye, right? Oh. And I put it in its solution and, uh, and the and whole prayed to the up, gods. Of I was up for hours because my eye became then very sensitive to light and I couldn't, I couldn't, it was, it was very painful. Right. So the next morning I'm still like, you know, go, walking around like this with my hands over my eyes. And, uh, cause I'm, I have to wear my glasses. So I don't have any sunglasses now. And I got just, just covering myself and hiding. And then, uh, for Saturday, I just put in one contact on the right side because it wasn't as painful. Uh, but I couldn't see shit. Wow. <laughs> I have these weird contacts where one eye, one eye uh, controls, one eye is controlled for uh, nearsightedness, and the other eye is controlled for that thing that you have when you you're old and you can't, you know, like cataracts. You... No, 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 not cataracts. <laughs> The part of your vision where you need reading glasses, right? Oh, okay. Oh, when the thing moves. Okay. The le the lens or, yeah. Yeah, no, no. The, like the lower part is like for reading and the upper part is your prescription, right? So I have mm -hmm. contacts where one is the prescription and one is the reading glasses, basically. And so uh, I forget which is which, but I had one of them out and uh, my brain was like, what's happening? Uh, there's a lot going on on Saturday. But Saturday was really fun shows. And a lot of our podcast listeners came out. As they did in Chicago. Oh, good. That's awesome. I love. Thank you so much, you guys, for yep. uh, for coming out. I think our, so, our listeners are a little more careful than, say, like Joe Rogan listeners who aren't <laughs> they get another case of COVID, apparently. Oh, my God. When they come out, you know, mask up. I don't care. It's good. A woman you went to high school with came oh to the God. show. Carolyn Ahern. Carolyn, that's right. And yeah. uh, her daughter kept coming up to me doing a laugh. She's like, my mom's in the bathroom. My mom's in the bathroom. My mom's in, she went to high school with, uh, with uh, your co-host, your co-host. And she did this, <laughs> she did this symbol. And I was like, okay, great. And, uh, <laughs> and then uh, a couple of our fans came onto the punchline. One of them hilariously, and I forget his name. He goes, tell Lori, I said, hi, she doesn't know me, but, and it might, be, uh, I just, hello. <laughs> so I was like, okay. Well, I was just there in April, fan. I hope you were there and said oh, hello to me. Yep. Um, yeah. Let's see. I I am um, okay. So I have two two new bits that are like taking up time. You know, in my oh good. 
So yep. now with with the three chunks that are still from um, from the album, so now I have like an hour with okay. Three. So I'm like, I could start to lose three these three if I wanted to, but I'm not. One of them on the, I'm on the verge of sick of telling. Yeah. The other two I still have fun telling. Oh, okay. So I might keep them around for a while, and mm-hmm. they are. Um, they do they do a good job of setting me up for other bits that uh, um, the audience is hesitant to. You know, they need to be greased a little bit. Like, yeah, they. They're like ice cream, and then I'm going to give you some vegetables. You know, yeah. sort you get a little dessert first, and then you get some tougher jokes. So, yeah, I don't know. Uh, slowly, yeah. things are being replaced. Right, and I will say this is that some of the some of the newer bits I'm doing, I'm leading into them with lines that are genuinely 25 years old. Oh, really? Just, just like tiny jokes from really old albums, really old bits that I've either never done or, and, um, and I don't feel bad about it. So, uh, though I am seriously conscious of it, obviously. Yeah. And, um, so I'm like, all right, well, this well, is, I mean, do you, yeah. do you listen, do you listen to Marin's podcast to, to WTF? Cause I don't listen to anything. He's doing two hours and he's doing two hour sets. Yeah. But but here's the thing, like his audience, I think comes comes around every time he tours, and he's always turning over material, um, which is which we all want to do. Yeah. Uh, but they will also put up with, I think, a lot of loose looseness from him, mm-hmm. right? Um, yeah. As he tightens things up, where I don't feel, I still, I don't know, or maybe I just like, I just like having a laugh every twenty seconds. 20 to 30 seconds. Maybe I like that. And when uh, I don't, if I have a new chunk that isn't on that level, then I'm going to surround it with older chunks that are just so I don't feel, uh, have a panic attack on stage because I'm not getting as many laughs as I want, you know? That's exactly what I was feeling. Cause a lot of this stuff is, is it, it's going to be great. It just needs, it needs that time for me to um yeah shit needs years i don't know why everyone's turning their albums out once a year you need years on some of these bits yeah especially if they're yeah exactly yeah that's it's um but that's exactly what i'm feeling i'm like there's part of me that's like i'm so sorry that this isn't that this isn't done and um yeah so I'm just going to, you know what, but there's nothing I can do about it. All I can do is the stand up that's that I write. Right. Mm-hmm. All I can do is the is the material that I write and I, and I can only do the show that I could do. And, um, and the audience leaves happy. <laughs> so what I got so yeah. many very, very yeah. nice compliments. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People psyched. Mm-hmm. So I don't, um, it's the closest I come to imposter syndrome uh, <laughs> is me worried about that. The, the bits aren't tighter. tighter right. So, right. Right. And, and they will be. Yeah. I, I, I wonder if, um, but I am home for a little while. So that's kind of great. Are you out again this week? Um, I'm doing a fundraiser in the Bay area. Oh, yeah. that's, you're working with the. Michael Sean. Oh, and, and, and the kid who uh, featured for me. 
and uh, Dwayne Perkins and oh, that's cool. Sean, is somebody who featured for you? I don't know who. Mm-hmm. Uh, His name's Sean. There was a kid named Ryan who emceed, very funny, and then a, a guy, uh, Sean. Okay. Who his material was nothing like, but he weirdly enough had Dan Telfer's timing. Like he, <laughs> it was a comparable kind of timing. Sure. And I was like, oh, that's because I listened to it like three times. Yeah. And the fourth time, I was like, Dan Telfer. <laughs> that's, who, <laughs> that's who he sounds like in my yeah. head. So. Yeah, but, my openers were funny uh, at uh, Seattle. Oh, were, good. Yeah. That's key. Uh, yeah. Uh, Did you see Andy Awansio? No, she wasn't there. Okay. And uh, is she me. here? She's oh, literally right. in the other room of my house right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she's, that's right, because she's recording on your album. Her, uh, uh, yeah, her EP tonight at the Glendale Room. Oh, that's cool. cool. I love Will it be the, the Monday when this comes out or tonight, Sunday? Uh, it'll be tonight, Sunday. Okay. All right. Well, you, you know, when you're like looking out at like a packed audience and you're next and you get kind of sick to your stomach, I sometimes I get sick to my stomach. I'm like, I wish I could teleport out of here and just watch somebody else. <laughs> um, and, no, uh, but I, I sometimes get that, that terrible feeling when I do the TV, the TV will make me do that. Well, I'll, I'll start looking at the audience and going, what do they want from me? <laughs> but it's a real question depending on what the audience makeup is and how right. they kind of sound yeah. i like it when they're kind of chatting amongst themselves and yeah. you can tell that they're in a good mood yeah. that's sort of verbal yes, that's yes, good. yes yeah it's uh um, but how like bill burr just has almost sold out fenway park right did you see his beard i would not have called him having a good looking beard Good looking beard, Bill Burr. Good looking beard. Yeah. Um, I just how straight how weird is that before you go out in front of Fenway Park, you know? Right, and that's his hometown. It is. It's so it's so it's an incredible it's like a, accomplishment. I, I I'm like, ah, oh, I'm never gonna have that a similar accomplishment like because there's no Fenway Park in Walnut Creek or what? No, um, because I'm not on that trajectory, you know. Well, it, but here's here's oh, wow. where now this is not going to sound real, but I'm I sincerely believe it. I don't want to do stand up comedy at Fenway Park. It's outdoors, right? There's eighty thousand people. Yeah, I might as well shout into a box fan. Uh, I don't. I and, shout into a box fan for yes. one million dollars. Yeah, I don't care. I know. I know you don't believe me. Um, it is, yeah. I mean, technically, it's probably you it's know, not as fun so as doing the punchline. It's not yeah. as fun as doing acne. It's not as fun as doing comedy on stage. But he does, comedy. He physicalizes his bit so much that it's probably oh, is he? a bit more fun. Bill does, yeah. I okay. I've never seen his long set. I've only seen short sets. Um, well, yeah, but I, I mean, I think I think it'll be a fun show for him, and it'll be fun for the crowd, of course. It's just like uh, I think how many how many women have done equivalent gigs? I think Amy Schumer, right, and maybe Ali Wong have done those gigantic tour kind of things. I can't hear you, Jackie. So sorry. I uh, yeah, sorry. I I, I moved my gamer headset yeah um the 
yeah, so Ali Wong, Schumer, I think Kathy Roseanne, Griffin, Roseanne, maybe. Oh, did you just Google it? Kyle? Oh no, that was just felt like them. I don't think. Like... She, I think she kind of stopped doing stand up after she got her TV show. She wasn't any more than a feature, you know, when she she got famous, right? No, she was headlining back in Minnesota. Was she? Yeah, she was headlining. Oh. Yeah, but the I I do think I know what you mean. It feels like there's a, a, a good solid handful of Russell brands in the world. Yes. And there and there aren't a handful of women. Yes. Yeah, there it's true. And it, and I don't know how a woman would get on that sort of that Amy Schumer that. level. All I know is that of the thirteen hundred comments on this TikTok, mm-hmm. I keep deleting ones that say she's so much better than Amy Schumer. Because guess what? Fuck you. Doesn't have anything to do with Amy Schumer, and Amy Schumer yeah. does what Amy Schumer does, and she does it very well. Yeah, so yeah. Why don't yeah. you speak I, the, in your ear, you banana the head? Old, the old thing of using another female comic to compliment you is so mm-hmm. demeaning and insulting, but they think that they're being uh, supportive. It's right. like, no, you're actually you're a piece of shit. Right, you're you're actually insulting both of us. Yeah. Exactly. And it's yeah. not cool because yeah. she doesn't deserve it. And you don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. And it's always so. a moving target. There's a, it's always, if it wasn't Amy Schumer, it would be somebody else who was. It'd famous. be Ellie Wong. Yeah. yeah or, somebody like, else, or somebody else. Like it's just, yep. it's just the, uh, a, a way to categorize and women that they don't do with men at all ever. Yeah. Honestly. Mm-hmm. Yep. And um, I will say. That's the other thing. On TikTok, you could filter out words, and I filtered out woman, women, two different, the the spelling of the word Karen, and a misspelling of the word Karen, (laughs) in addition to a bunch of other words. Hey, let's take a 45-minute break. Okay. We're actually closer to 50, just so you guys know. Sweet. Hey, kid. Your dad tell you about the time he broke Stephen Dorff's nose at the Kids' Choice Awards? In Dead Pilot Society, scripts that were developed by studios and networks but were never produced are given the table reads they deserve. When I was a kid, I had to spend my Christmas break filming a PSA about angel dust. So yeah, being a kid sucks sometimes. Presented by Andrew Reich and Ben Blacker. Dead Pilot Society, twice a month on Maximum Fun. You know, the show you like, that hobo with the scarf who lives in a magic dumpster. (laughs) (laughs) Doctor Who? Yeah. I must bathe. I have to bathe. My, um, (laughs) the guy that, uh, the Lyft driver that found my phone. Yeah? uh, We're now friends on Instagram. (laughs) Oh, really? (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome i had a lift so i drove i took a lift to and from ocean beach yesterday which is a beach right by the ocean in san francisco is it it out in the sunset district is it way near the old cliff house and stuff or it's right it's right north of the zoo and south of golden gate park the holy city zoo or an actual zoo with animals an actual zoo with animals i've never san francisco zoo the comedy club the holy city zoo right and uh um yeah, no, so we're coming back. The woman picks me up, blessed silence, long time. We, But she has to cross the city, right, in a car. So it's a 35-minute ride. Yeah. And uh, we end up over by a wharf or some sort of pier, 
not Embarcadero. We're still, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know where we are, but it looks like it's either there's going to be like a pop-up carny or a pop-up uh, pile of food trucks. And I, so I asked, I was like, what is, is this a farmer's market or a pop-up food truck thing? And she speculated for so long that she bored herself because I stopped <laughs> responding. Uh-huh. We were we were at a stoplight for a long, it was a long stoplight. She kept speculating. She And I and finally I was like, no, I don't think it's that. Maybe it's that. I don't know. Maybe it's that. And so like the sixth time I stopped responding. To whatever she was saying. <laughs> and she did two more. And then there was this pause and she goes, yeah, I could just stop speculating. probably." Right? <laughs> and I said, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, now it's bugging me uh, where you were exactly. But um, were, were, we, did you get dropped off near the old Cobbs? Did you ever work near the old Cobbs? Uh, near that uh, I have worked the old Cobbs many times. Okay. Um, oh, wait. I worked the old Cobbs one time. I opened for Pat Oswalt. Oh. He, he got me in. He got me into the punchline. Oh, cool. Inter- introduced me to Molly. And uh, Molly came down one night, saw my show. And, you know, uh, I think it's been established. I'm, uh, I did really everyone was very happy with that set as well, but I got off stage and literally during the middle of my set, as I was sort of thinking, what's going to be the next new bit I work on, make sure I do this thing. Yeah. I was like, God, I hope, I hope Molly left. And, uh, <laughs> and I got off stage and she was gone. So, uh, I was like, well, I hope she left, uh, earlier, much earlier. And, <laughs> But she did. I, she she was uh, incredibly nice and uh, was very flattering. So uh, I'm fine. What Jackie? I'm so sorry there wasn't a parade when when uh, you were on stage. Uh, <laughs> so I'm gonna. I I can stop talking about this anyway. Okay. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So so wait. So you're going up to you're going up to the Bay Area to do some Napa thing to do some oil to oil to do some winery. Yeah. No and no then, no. No, I already did a winery. That was Livermore. That was a couple weeks ago. I have then I'm home and um, then I go to Toronto. At the moment, my next big road gig is until the end of September. Okay. Uh. <laughs> so you're home. Every month of no income. Uh, and, uh, but I go to Toronto, uh, mm-hmm. and I do just for laughs has four dates for me. And, and in true just for laughs format, I'm not working on Friday, but I am working, uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday. <laughs> oh, that's so weird. Oh, they did that. Our last Toronto tours. We had a week, a weekend night off. It's like, Hey, you've got like five comics here that are really good. Could you, could we, it sounds like a pain in the ass. I wonder uh, if I could, uh, I wonder why all I want to say is, who books that? I, <laughs> I love Toronto. I freaking love Toronto. Yeah, well, last time I stayed in Toronto and we didn't do a single show in Toronto. And this time it's all in Toronto. So I'm excited to be in this city again for five or six days straight. Are you doing Comedy Bar? I think one or of Ian Atlas. Oh, just one of them. Yeah. It's JFL, so it's not yeah. Ian Atlas. So, um, uh, and then yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I got I got offered this. Um, okay, so you know, there's this thing of comedy clubs are following comics that they don't book, right? Because uh, I posted a few of them, and then other people are like, "Yeah, me too." So it's like it's a thing. They're just some, oh yeah. Their social media person is going crazy and just following, but it's torture, honestly. Don't follow me if you're not going to fucking book me. Okay. Right. 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 So 
I had my manager, uh, or I asked him to call or contact one of the, one of the chains and they, they responded with it, with a, a gig that was low paying and, oh, and airfare didn't remotely cover the airfare. And I'm telling you, clubs need to understand the airfare has changed permanently. Okay. It's yeah. be $500 for a comic from New York or LA to fly into the Midwest ever again. Yeah. Cause yeah. even if you get something on spirit, by the time you add on all their little add-ons that you find out about the airport, it's, it's up in the 700 range. Every, it's gotta be 700. Sadly. You need to adjust their money. Yeah. So it's, this isn't uh, X amount of dollars plus 500 air. It's, you know, it's, it's X amount minus 200 and 700 air. That's what it is. Okay. So stop acting like right. you're paying this amount because actually it's costing me $700 to get to the club. Yep. Yep. Yes. Mm-hmm. Hard to agree. But... And just check it before you make, you know, or, or are you just in the mentality of 2018 when it was $500? Cause it's not anymore. Not right. Not. And I, you know, and all I can think of is the, all the features who are just sleeping on couches, driving there, and there's no money, and there's all this. Ugh, it's, know, it's genuinely this horrible. Is a headliner problem only, but yeah. uh, it's still a problem. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Speaking of, uh, so did you get the uh, the thing about about the lawsuit to to you know Sirius XM? Yeah, I it. The- I didn't understand it, and then I. You know. Well, the implication is that if we sign this two-page thing, we're giving away essentially the lyric rights, the third check that we've never gotten yeah. that may one day occur. We're giving that away forever, past, present, and future. But are we? I don't think so. I, I think that if they change that law, that anything that we sign will become moot. Um, but we were sent a sample of that letter. From, from the lawyer who doesn't want us to quit Spoken Giants and, and doesn't want us to sign that piece of paper. Uh-huh. So Tommy Ryman, first guy who got his, uh, he's got three tracks back up on Sirius XM. Uh-huh. He signed the paperwork. And, uh, but the, uh, so there's, there's a sample of this letter that you can sign. And the name have, the names have been redacted. Right. Except for they haven't been redacted. They've been highlighted. So if you copy and paste them into your notes, then we know who signed that particular document. Oh, you type it now? Yep. And his manager. Oh, okay. So not cool. Like if you're going to redact something, redact it. Right. Totally. Because now I'm going to call that comic. Yeah. And say, oh, so that guy wants out as well. And I'm going to know that that, that manager mm-hmm. has done a hilarious thing again. So, because uh, <laughs> that is par. But, um, yeah, that made me, I was like, so I, I emailed the lawyer back and I said, hey, you guys. When you redact something, don't just highlight it and turn it black. Uh, actually, oh my re-scan god, it. scan it. Yeah, or take an actual sharpie and draw it out on your computer screen so that. 
doesn't show up. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.